0: Hey, fellow traveler, welcome to Third Eye Awakening. This is a podcast all about spiritual and psychic awakening, where we talk about things like the shift from 3D to 5D consciousness, the nature of time, space, the universe, the multiverse, the multidimensionality, star seeds, the Akashic records, all the things. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. I appreciate you so very much. All right, let's get into it. Hey, beautiful beings. Welcome back for another episode of Third Eye Awakening. I am your host, Amy Belair. Before we get started, if you want to create me on Instagram, you can check me out at thenorthstar.love and if you like what we're talking about here on the podcast and you'd like to be part of an interactive community, then come join my free private Facebook group called Soul Space. Just send me a request and I'll add you. I would love to have you there. The, the dark agenda of the cabal is so upsetting it's so devastating and it so deeply shakes our sense of well-being and security in the universe that it's extremely hard to talk about it's extremely hard to think about I don't want to go too deeply into it, you can find it all over the internet right now and there's so much evidence um not hearsay there is a lot of hearsay as well and i am contributing to that hearsay with this podcast episode um, but but i'm being prompted to share about it by my my guides um, but there is so much evidence and I am not a researcher I am a creator so research is not my strong point if you want to do the research um, I will link to YouTube documentaries that really you know lay it out concisely um, but yeah, there I mean there's a lot. All you have to Google are keywords such as adrena adrenochrome, pizza gate, crimes against children, those kind of things. Yeah, I don't wanna go I don't wanna go any deeper, I don't think, into into detailing the darkness. Apart from the fact that I will say that it is absolutely taking over the world, um, or has taken over the world. It already is taken over the world. It's in every country, any cor- every corner of the world. Um, it is. It is like a, a. Some people refer to it as like a reversal matrix, a reverse, a reversal of the natural order matrix, and and I feel that that's exactly what it is because they are trying to um stay young they're trying to defy the natural direction as i said um that that all things take on the path of evolution that was set out set into motion by the creation of this universe and they use a lot of symbols and the symbols are inverted um symbols to sort of demonstrate this this uh intention of peddling and paddling and swimming against the current they harvest the terror um, of children they rape and mutilate children and babies and eat their flesh and drink their blood for the purpose of um, receiving the all the stem cells and all the life force the prana as well as the adrenaline that is released into their bloodstream when they are in a state of um, absolute torture and terror and it's it's so awful and cruel that it is nauseating and um the more that i learn about it the on one hand the more heartbroken i feel and yet on the especially as a mother and a midwife who went into midwifery because i love babies so much i love those new fresh souls that come to join us here um but also, the more I learn about it, the more <laughs> the more kind of shocking it is to me that I was able to go so long without connecting the dots when I've had such a profound awareness of the the true darkness that exists here for so long. I guess I just didn't want i that's the truth, and I'm a little bit ashamed to admit it, but at the same time. It feels like the most natural thing in the world to not see, to to not want to see how dark and terrible some beings can, can choose to be. So, so I, like I said, there are so many, I will, I will try to figure out a way to, um, Add some links in the podcast if you want to in the in the show notes if you want to look into this more deeply it, if it calls to you to find out what I'm talking about if this is new to you. Um, but I I'm not a researcher so I don't want to go into it in great detail when there are other people who who do very diligent research and speak about it very eloquently and concisely that you can get. More accurate information from but we what I want to talk more about is the um, the information I'm receiving from my guides about all of this and how this fits into our starseed mission again I will say I keep saying this in my soul space group but I will say this to you who is listening that you are a star seed. you you would not have found my podcast and you wouldn't be listening if you weren't a star seed here on purpose to serve the light and balance out this darkness you are a star seed and so all of this that i'm about to say applies to you we came here to be alive at this time for this for this this is what humanity was calling out for this is what this is the call we answered was the hijacking of the natural order on this planet and and not only so so the, the cabal the dark order, they feed off of our fear and they keep us deliberately in a state of confusion and stress and struggle and poverty and debt and um, information, media overload and media programming and uh, educational programming, um, all for the purposes of using, harvesting our Our life force our prana our fear energy um, as well as for the purposes of being able to to operate sort of in the semi open uh, without us being able to connect the dots when I look back when I when I question like well why all of a sudden in February was I ready to start seeing this before coronavirus was really on my radar, um, when I went through that really intense mercury retrograde is when I started down this rabbit hole, and, or <laughs> started going deeper. Um, and I think it's because I simply had the time. I had the time to go down the rabbit hole. Whereas before, last year and and in prior years, while I was working as a midwife, um, just as everybody else who's working, especially if they have families, we are so freaking busy. We are kept on this hamster wheel in this unnatural pace of a nine to five work hour, um, you know, work hours even if your schedule is not nine to five which mine wasn't as a midwife the rhythm of our society and our culture is nine to five and it's unnatural to our bodies and that is all very deliberate to keep us to 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 keep us from having the energy to cultivate our awareness and become open to the truth And so, this is what we've come for. We've come to be of assistance in respecting the natural order and the natural laws of the universe and this realm in the third dimension, which is a 3D realm, and yet still help, still answer the call for help because, my God, the call for help is loud. It is so loud. The call obviously comes from all the people who are being, um, tortured and the people who are, who are experiencing the most extremes of the, um, victim perpetrator dynamic. The call for help is also coming from all of the human beings, all of us in general society who are not living out the extremes of the victim-perpetrator dynamic, but who are being kept separate from our magic, our, our full human, divine human magic capacity, which is motherfucking real and our motherfucking birthright. And we are being constantly kept from it our DNA has been deactivated to be this like this is why we feel like muggles this is why we feel like just (laughs) nothing herpy derp humans that you know live this mundane life of mediocrity because we are being deliberately kept small and ignorant by a group of beings who have exerted their will over us. And I will say this, this is a little bit of a tangent, I'm sorry, my thoughts are disorganized because I feel very emotional about all of this, is that they operate by trickery and extreme dark magic. Um, and, and by dark magic, I mean ritual Um ritual sacrifice acts that um, concentrate intention and power to manifest things when they refuse to go through the heart portal of the fifth dimension they lost their ability to um, actually create and manifest because that is what is on the other side of the fifth dimensional portal is the access to to our true creative capacity as um as you know aspects of the the consciousness the oneness consciousness so um because they have they have decided to shun that and turn away from it and move in the other direction they've lost their ability to c- To create naturally uh, through the inherent magic of the universe and they have disconnected from their own inherent magic and for that reason they have to participate in uh, dark rituals um, like very very much it's all about rituals it's more ritual than it is spell work Um, but it is a form of magic that um, concentrates it amasses and concentrates energy that they then use their will to direct um, but it takes it 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 takes a terrible toll on their on their souls on their soul paths and um, it is this is a free world a free will world a free will realm the third dimension is inherently of the free will and so they are acting on one hand in defiance of the free will um, rule. It's not even a rule. It's like a law. It is just an inherent law of the third dimension. They are acting in defiance in it, and yet they are using a lot of trickery also to to fool us into accepting their agenda. Um, Again, they do this through all their forms of programming, through the media, through news, through television, um, through entertainment, like music, movies, sports, um, they, they put their, they hide their agenda, their true agenda in, in works of fiction, especially and when we watch the works of fiction, or and we see their symbols that they put out, and we accept it rather than reject it, even though we're doing it without really understanding what we're doing, it's like it's like a backdoor, sneaky way around free will. Um, but it is still in defiance of the true free will, and and so all of us on Earth. All humans who are being kept apart from our inherent birthright of ascension and the full divine human magical capacity of our beings have been calling out into the universe and the cosmos and other um, groups of beings from other dimensions and planets also have a stake in the game because they they are impacted by what happens on earth. We're all connected in a great cosmic web. Cuz we are all one. We truly are. And again, I, I know that sometimes sounds like so cliché and kumbaya, but it it just is that we are all one. We are of one source energy. And what happens to one impacts us all, truly. And so so we star seeds we have come from other groups of consciousness other groups of intelligent beings um to answer that call because we are also being impacted so on one hand it is um to be to come and help our fellows but it is also to help ourselves and then there's another like multiple timeline uh, multi-dimensional self aspect to this that i guess maybe i'll just go into quickly Um, but I don't want to be too confusing, is that we also are, um, we as humans even, we are those higher evolved groups. And so we are reaching into our own past to help ourselves out of this dark, dank shithole that we're in. And by that I don't mean the earth. I I mean the way things are going on the planet. That's why... Anchoring in the light is so powerful and so important and impactful. That's why it really doesn't matter for most of us what we do as careers. It is genuinely the fact of our being here that is tipping the balance away from that darkness we're so important even those of us who don't remember that we're star seeds it doesn't matter when you come in and you have the capacity for fifth dimensional awareness fifth dimensional consciousness even in this 3d realm we are doing so much to help so much to help What I'm being told is that their time is up um, and this is ending. Their time is running out. And by that, I mean the, the energy that they require in order to maintain their agenda is... Um, they it it, it's no longer available the people are waking up we are waking up and our waking up is triggering all the people on the planet who are not star-seated um but who are equally our brothers and sisters in divinity the people are waking up we are waking up and we are remembering And all we have to do because this is a free will realm is declare our decision, our sacred divine sovereign decision that no, we are accepting this no more that we are not continuing in this dynamic of extreme polarization anymore. We have done our learning through it. We have grown. Thank you oneness for this experience and the growth that has come through it. And it is over now. As soon as we wake up, we become immune to their mind control tactics and we see the pattern everywhere. We see it. We see the truth everywhere and we no longer allow our energy to go towards it. Even, you know, very scary threats such as um, the, the mandatory vaccination and the microchipping, and the one world government, and the one world currency, all those things that would be, you know, the end game goal of, of the cabal and the new world order. We become literally immune to those things because the fact is that our belief is everything. It is literally Everything, you have to buy into something in order for it to be real and in order for it to affect you. It's very much like the movie *The Skeleton Key*. I'm probably going to bring this back to movies a lot because there, there, there's a reason they are incredible analogies for what's going on. So *The Skeleton Key* is a movie starring Kate Hudson. I don't know from some time in the early to mid 2000s, I reckon. And she goes to work. She's in Louisiana, um, and she she goes to work in um, the home of a, a former plantation home of an elderly couple as um, a nurse for a man who's had a stroke, and um, he's living at home with his wife. And the she starts to learn about um, the the traditional magic of hoodoo and um, she starts to become suspicious suspicious that there's a plot going on uh, and she's doing research and she's in the process she's believing more and more in the magic of hoodoo and in the end I'm just going to spoil it so I hope you've seen it already (laughs) or you were planning on watching it um in the end she She doesn't realize that the whole time she's being played and that the whole end game um, is to get her to believe in hoodoo so that the, the woman that she works for who is somebody who's attempting to live forever and is just um, trading bodies with people when she gets old she finds a new young woman to trade the body with and her husband likewise finds a new young man to trade the body with but they do it through dark hoodoo magic but in order for the magic to work they have to get the people to believe the people have to believe in hoodoo and And so it's a whole mind game for her the whole time. She thinks she's uncovering some kind of plot, but but they're getting her to believe in the magic that they are using. And, And in the end, they steal her body. And it's very similar. I actually received information from my guides that this is part of what goes on um, in the cabal, that it is, it is entities who keep recycling themselves through different bodies, uh, through time, through similar um, dark magic tactics. Um, not everybody, but some of the oldest, oldest members, the, the, inner, the inner core members. But essentially, through all the program that programming that we receive in the media, um, we are we are being given a narrative that we then believe in. And our belief, our fear of the vaccination, our fear of COVID nineteen, our fear of a new world order—all of our fears are like permission. Uh, that it acts like like belief that hooks us into that timeline and makes it, m- m- makes it, well, real in a sense, because it is our belief that makes everything real, everything already exists. And it is our belief, our pre-existing framework about the world that determines what we experience or not and how we interpret what we experience. And so as soon as we wake up to it, suddenly we become immune. We even become, I I will say that at least my guides have told me this and you decide what feels right for you because I'm not an authority on anything. And they're also telling me that the most important thing for us to do, the most empowering thing is to become our own authorities and to hedge our bets on ourselves, um, to not give our power away to anyone anymore so even as you listen to me um, don't automatically take what i'm saying as the truth because you are giving you know an authority to me over your own discernment use your discernment um, because there's nothing more powerful than that But what my guides are saying to me, which feels absolutely true, and and my discernment is in complete alignment with it, is that I don't even have to fear a vaccine because it cannot touch me, which isn't to say that I just openly accept it. I don't. I, I don't at all. But I also am not in fear of it. I was for a little while, and then they came through and told me this, and they said, you... Your awareness makes you immune because you are oneness. You are oneness in a body. You are oneness and you produce your reality through your belief. That's how powerful you are. You are God in a body, in a human body. God isn't a word that really resonates with me anymore, but you are divine prime consciousness in a human body, you have all of the power of divine prime consciousness behind you. And it is your belief whether you are going to buy into something or not. So that is something that brought me tremendous comfort. Um, I've been having, you know, obviously waves of anxiety, as I'm sure you will. I makes me really sad to think that this podcast episode is going to upset people, um, but they are really telling me that I have to talk about it um, so i I've been you know on and off having anxiety, but for the most part i've been feeling okay because i'm getting this this information from my guides. The other thing I will tell you is that and this is just me in my opinion that now is absolutely the time to cultivate your magic and your intuition and your connection with intuitive guidance and guidance from higher perspective because you have it, you have access to it. You just, just don't give it away to anybody else. Even good people, even good people like me, it is my tremendous honor to do readings for anybody, anytime. I take it so seriously, but, but don't give me your power you have the power and you have access to all that information and intuition i'm going i'm i'm going to be putting together a course to help people learn how to access the akashic records for this exact reason because there's it is the most powerful form of um i want to say inoculation but i don't even like that word it's just it's just our greatest power right now. So we've come here on this mission um, to be the light in this place of darkness. And yet the purpose of the light is not to vanquish the darkness. The other thing that my guides have shown me is that we really are the the, the true Um, challenge in all of this is to avoid avoid demonizing (laughs) those who have allied themselves with the demonic Um, which sounds insane because I mean when when beings are torturing babies and children and ritually sexually abusing them in ways that aren't even actually fathomable for the majority of us and then eating their flesh and harvesting their blood um, of course we are going to demonize them because it is demonic behavior it is it is the dark the darkest the darkest the most evil but my guides are constantly giving me instruction that it is natural to feel that that reaction as part of our processing of of coming to terms with it but that it's not the place to set up camp. And the more that we distance ourselves from from our, our kinship with these beings, the more we create and amplify that contrast and contribute to that experience of polarization. So, what that means is that we have what we actually have to do in order to truly, truly, um, graduate from this experience as a collective consciousness is to neutralize it by coming into neutrality and neutral acceptance through love and compassion and forgiveness. And that feels like such a tall order at times. They've shown me that humanity is in fact an eighth dimensional consciousness so, it's hard to explain what I see in my mind, but in the eighth dimension, what I've been shown is that it's like there is a, a large dreaming mind, and that is not the all mind. There are multiple large dreaming minds, but it's like the, the, the dreamer, the mind The divine mind behind humanity. And it closes its eyes and it dreams out a story, and we are all players in the story. And so. What they show me through this is that as it's hard to even say this, it's like I, I can feel the revulsion and the judgment, even though it might be in my imagination. I can feel the revulsion and the judgment um, that people might experience as they hear me say this stuff. And it makes me nervous and it makes me hesitate and stumble over my words. And I'm sorry. What they're showing me is that we have to understand and accept that all of the beings who participate in these absolutely heinous and vile acts are aspects of ourselves and that each of us individually has to find the neutral central point in order to dissolve the polarity within ourselves or resolve the polarity within ourselves and that's the only way to truly graduate from this experience is if enough people can do this work which which looks like facing your own shadow and accepting it and not identifying with the dark or the light as as being who you really are, but identifying in the neutral center point of the infinity loop, accepting that you are both. And what they showed me, whether this is literal or not, what they showed me and what resonates with me in order for me to understand these instructions and process them is that i am i am me living this life and i am in allegiance to the light but that's this does not make me superior to those who are in allegiance with the darkness and that feels hard to reconcile but that those are both free will choices, and and I am not superior. And they have shown me, again, I don't know if this is symbolic or if it is um, literal, but it really helps me to understand. They've shown me that within the cabal, within the dark agenda, I have a counterpart, a doppelganger almost, who... Is another version of me personally me personally and that aspect of me I I have to reconcile the two aspects I cannot reject that aspect of myself because if I reject that aspect it it fuels the illusion of division and polarity and that's what i have to resolve within myself and that each of us has this and so again please if this doesn't resonate with you just let it go i am not meaning to offend anyone and if if it just resonates more on a symbolic level or a metaphoric level perfect take it that way but each of us has a doppelganger in in the dark and it is going to be the equal and opposite um, expression of our uh, allegiance to the light, if that makes sense. And what that means is that when you ally yourself with the light as a means of when it when it's motivated by fear and ego um, as a means of rejecting the dark because you are afraid of it um, then then you have a shadow aspect that is going to be all the stronger because what what our divine eighth dimensional mind desires is for us to all return to unity and cohesion and to remember that it's all it's all a dream a very real dream and people are having very real experiences but it is it's the separateness is an illusion and the real the real trap for a lot of us is in feeling superior because we think we're on the side of the good team. And we may be on the side of the good team, of course, evolving in the direction of um, love and harmony and well being for all is, is the natural direction to go and, and a beautiful direction and a beautiful expression of divine consciousness. But it doesn't make us superior the good guys are not superior to the bad guys and the bad guys don't see themselves as bad guys anyway and that is where the ego comes in where when we when we armor ourselves with our choices and fool ourselves into believing that it makes us superior beings then then i mean you can see that it creates it amplifies that sense of polarization And division within ourselves when when all it actually wants is to be resolved and brought back to unity so they've shown me the um the figure eight infinity loop and they've shown me that the center is where we should all aim to be energetically most of the time which is a space of love, compassion, acceptance, forgiveness. And and it's all unconditional. So unconditional love for all beings everywhere, including the dark expressions of ourselves or the our our brothers and sisters deeply mired in the darkness. we must have compassion for ourselves and all of our reactions and everything we have ever done all of the choices we have ever made for ourselves as we are now for everyone who makes choices that we don't agree with even on a small scale Um, like an example that's just coming to mind right now is If you're vegan and you feel strongly morally that being a vegan is what you, you know, we need to do in order to be in right relationship with, with life and the earth, we must have compassion for all those who do not make that same choice for whatever reason. We must have compassion for all those who are not ready to see the truth yet. We must have compassion for all those who see the truth and continue to make decisions that we don't agree with. By the way, I'm not vegan. It just came to mind to use as an example. And we must have compassion for our brothers and sisters who are mired in the dark. We must have forgiveness for our brothers and sisters who are mired in the dark, and we must have forgiveness for ourselves and all of the, the low-key, like diet, dark choices we've ever made, all of the ungracious, uncharitable thoughts we've ever had, every time we've gossiped, every time we've lied, every time we have done something that causes a bifurcation within us, creates a shadow. We must forgive ourselves for all these things and forgive all of our brothers and sisters who commit the, the, the most deplorable atrocities against other beings and against life. And we must accept, unconditionally accept that fundamentally we are all one being. And I can't, like I can't even bring myself to say that That it's all okay because I'm not quite there yet I'm not there yet I I love children so much and it hurts my heart so deeply to think of the suffering but I can understand what my guides are saying that We are in a virtual reality experience and it feels like the realest shit in the world and because it feels real, that makes it real. But that there are are different dimensions of consciousness and therefore different perspectives and from higher perspectives in the higher dimensional realms of consciousness, everything is okay and I understand that that is what they're telling me but we have to get to a place of acceptance within ourselves on earth. And so it it really is coming back to the heart portal. We have to activate our heart portals so strongly that we compensate for those beings who have deactivated their heart portals. I think about my life. I went into a meditation meditation last week in as I was sort of grappling with all of this and I went down into the darkness deeply myself and I went I went in search of my doppelganger to connect with that being and to understand how I could make those choices and I saw that in so many tiny micro ways I have made choices of the darkness And that doesn't make me a bad person and that doesn't make me unworthy. It makes me human. And when I went into this meditation, I could feel how easily, how easily, one could become recruited to such a dark agenda and how some some beings would find it um extremely enjoyable and would become intoxicated with the whole experience with the rituals and the dark magic and the power and the defiance of mortality very much like voldemort and his death eaters very much like that i could feel how how intoxicating it would be to some individuals who are allied with the darkness and i could feel the calling out the cries of shame and helplessness and fear and regret from other humans who have been recruited to the dark agenda through blackmail through grooming through you know slippery slope methods where it's just you know it's one like if you imagine in hollywood for example this is this has truly like this has taken over hollywood and you can imagine just like a being an aspiring any role in the film industry you just have aspirations and you want to get close to the the big names and meet the people and go to the parties and you go to a party and you finally get invited into the you know the back room with the inner circle and you think you're finally getting somewhere and you suddenly find yourself in a room where somebody is being raped and you're just, it happens so fast you don't really know what you're doing there. You're probably drinking, maybe you're on drugs. And and suddenly you're party to it, at least as a witness. And then all of a sudden your consciousness is tarnished and you're met with the choice to, you know, do do air quotes the right thing um, by filing a report or whatever, whatever it is or to look the other way and how easily you would be talked out of doing the right thing and talked into looking the other way. Um, by yourself, or by your friends, or whoever, um, by having it pointed out to you that the police are corrupt, and you'll never get another chance, and nobody will believe you, and she's just a so-and-so anyway, or he's just a so-and-so anyway, and that this is just how it's done here, and etc, etc, and you know, here, have some more drugs, and just forget about it, and how it's such a slippery slope for so many beings who have, who have become part of the dark agenda and how I can feel their consciousness crying out, begging to be released from this and being in fear and being in guilt and shame and, This is how we find compassion. And thinking about all those who are in positions of extreme power, who have been part of bloodlines and family lines for generations. Let's go to the extreme, for example, and how they are groomed from the very start of their lives and how it would feel to be one child surrounded by this power and this darkness and to know that you were born belonging to this darkness and that it may not resonate with your soul as a child, but how easily manipulated children are. Hell, how easily manipulated adults are, but how easily manipulated children are and how they're groomed into rejecting their heart center in favor of like (laughs) wealth isn't even the word. Like there's some word for like insane amounts of wealth and power and superiority and you know, all the trappings of the ego It is the unreconciled ego. It is the unreconciled shadow of this collective, of this group of beings that is humanity. And because we are such a hybrid, there are so many other beings, collective beings that are part of this as well. We have to find compassion. And in so doing, we do our part to bring this chapter this this extremely long it's not a chapter this this odyssey this incredible saga to a close We have the power though. I feel it even as I'm talking about it right now. I am talking myself out of the the despair that I was feeling when I started this, this portion of the recording. Because I'm connecting with my heart and my compassion and my forgiveness and my love for all of my brothers and sisters, all of them. All of them. All of them. And my love for myself and my acceptance of my fallibility and my humanity and that I have done things as well in my life that I am ashamed of that have hurt people. And yet, I am so much more than those things As I connect with my heart and my ability to unconditionally love, accept and forgive with compassion, I begin to feel my power and my relief. I had this really crazy experience in April. Where on April fourth, the day of the four 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 meditation i I had kind of a weird day, and there was like a a brain scramble broadcast um I think that was put out by the dark forces to thwart the attempted global meditation um, for peace and liberation for all beings everywhere and so I was having a weird day and um, not feeling very good, having a lot of anxiety and confusion, um, feeling very scattered. And I was at my parents' house by myself. Everyone was away, so I went there to do some work. And I had this strange experience where I, I was lying down to, to kind of meditate and nap and just sort of like calm myself down. And I got up from my chair and I had to head back to my house and I wanted to go for a walk. So I got up out of the chair that I had been napping in by the fireplace and on the ground beside the chair was this little baby mouse. It was a little blind baby mouse. It had fur. Um, <coughs> oh, sorry. <coughs> I will share pictures on um the third eye awakening podcast new instagram account but i found this little adorable baby mouse and i am normally like shitless scared of mice it is an actual phobia of mine it makes no logical sense but i'm like bonkers crazy scared of them um but this this little mouse was so tiny and it was a little baby and it just took me by surprise to see it there And so I took some pictures and a little recording of it and it was alive and I just didn't know where the heck it had come from. And, you know, like I've like, I go to my parents' house all the time. It was just such a strange experience to see this mouse in the middle of the floor out in the open. That's not, that's not common. They don't, you know, sure, like most houses have mice, but we don't see them. Um, never mind just sitting there with, like, you know, its eyes still sealed. <laughs> this little vulnerable, tiny, adorable little gray mouse. And so anyway, I hung out with it for a while and and it retreated to a little safe place and I left it alone. And I went for a walk. And um, as I was walking in this place in nature where I've walked a bajillion times before... I came across a snake skin, which on its own, you know, is not that surprising, but it, it was um, the skin of a snake that had uh, shedded and outgrown its skin. And I remember just feeling like, because those two experiences happened back to back, and I was like, what? And I knew this was, um, this was guidance. This was, uh, these were omens for me and I kind of like grappled with it and I was like sort of like mice are the food of snakes and this is a baby mouse and the snake is like you know the symbol of the dark factions and blah 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 and like I'm putting it together it's pretty obvious and I was feeling like oh is the snake skin because the snake is um you know it has grown out of its old skin and it's it's left it behind and it is creating a new one like is that what really is happening with the coronavirus like they're putting a new world order in place and so that but but it felt like incomplete so I just kind of like grappled with it and then left it alone um so then like three weeks later on the 23rd I went back to visit my oldest kid and we went for a walk in that same place. And in the exact same spot that I had found the snake skin um, was the dead snake. Three weeks later, the same kind of snake. I can't say if it was the same snake, (laughs) obviously, but it was the same kind of snake, the same size of snake. And it was the snake dead in the exact same spot that I had found the skin. And again, this is a place where I've walked a bajillion times and i've never had this kind of experience and i knew as soon as i saw that i was mind blown my my son was like okay like get over it already but i was mind blown like i stood there for 10 minutes just staring at it and taking pictures and being like wow 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 like this is the third piece of the puzzle this is the third omen wow wow (laughs) and he's like all right mom <laughs> um and i knew i knew that what it means is that um the 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 darkness is dead it's over now it really is that we're all here we are doing our parts the time the time has come and it already is like the timeline has already been collapsed and decided and it is not the New World Order timeline, it is the star seated timeline. And that brought me a tremendous amount of comfort, Uh, like I can't even tell you how much and of course it's not going to be the same hearing it from me on a podcast as it was for me to experience seeing those actual um, three omens together but uh, I hope it brings you some some comfort as well that the snake is dead and it's all falling there we've already seen so many arrests um, so many ratings apparently the vatican has been raided there's so much so much going on behind the scenes this is all coming out into the open more and more people are waking up and and are therefore in a position to declare their sovereignty and oh and um as as i was like sort of going down this rabbit hole i came across somebody um named magenta pixie who i'd never heard of before i will link her youtube channel as well and she was referencing a woman named laura eisenhower who i also had never heard of before and i will link her youtube channel and they were both talking about the, the important step of declaring our sovereignty and I couldn't believe it. I felt so confirmed when I saw that. I was like, oh my God, that's the same message I got that as we wake up, we become untouchable and, and all we have to do is declare like, no, I do not give my permission for this anymore. And that's all it takes is just for us all to do this anyway like I said I will link those oh boy so this is officially um gonna be a part one and part two episode because it's so freaking long um let me know what you think let me know if you want to hear more about it if you want me to go into further depth or if you have any questions or if like one two-part episode is enough on this topic um just let me know I hope that I didn't upset you I hope I left you on a note of empowerment that you're so like I mean it oh my god when I say that you are so powerful like I'm not fucking around I'm not kidding I'm not just trying to make you feel good about yourself I mean of course I want you to feel good about yourself but I mean like you are a freaking magic being with powers that are like we don't even get it i don't even get it and i know that i'm magic like i know the tip of the iceberg you are so powerful and you are making all the difference thank you for being here thank you thank you All my love to all of you and to all beings everywhere. Thank you so much for being here with me through this episode. You are beautiful, magical, and powerful. You are so appreciated. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. And I hope to catch you on the next episode.